Hi friends, welcome back to the Creating Eden podcast. I am your host, Eden, and I wasn't sure if I was going to end up recording this podcast episode or not. However, I feel the pull, and when I feel the pull, I follow the pull. (laughs) So here I am. I am currently sitting on our bed just with my little mic, and uh, yeah, I've got a story to tell. Which, of course, is why I'm here. So I went to the chiropractor the other day, a few days ago. Um, And that whole day just ended up being exactly how it was meant to, but um, just not not a great day. (laughs) So... You know, I had heard um, from different people in the community about this chiropractor and um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go and get her to adjust me and whatnot. Um, I've been doing a lot of rolling out my body, getting my partner to massage me and going to massage therapy appointments. So um, yeah, I figured I'll try the chiropractor as well and see how that feels and and as I started my appointment, um, she immediately said, you know, who's your care provider? And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. (laughs) Because I haven't really engaged in the system, in like the medical system, in any kind of way, my massage therapist is my partner's, like one of his best friends. Um, and he, he doesn't really know anything about pregnancy and birth. He doesn't have any children. And so he's just like, you know what's best for you. Like, (laughs) all right, you do your thing. Um, So there's no, there's been no like questioning or, you know, so that was the first time that uh, I was questioned by some sort of professional. And I immediately, immediately felt myself shrink and get smaller and feel like I was doing something wrong. Um, But I just said, no one. (laughs) And she was like, oh, okay, so it's just going to be you and your partner. And I was like, yep, and my friend as well. And she was like, oh, do you, uh, does your friend have any experience in in birth work? And I was like, nope. And... uh, She was like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I live pretty close to the hospital, so I'm not worried about it. And then she just was like, okay. Um, But immediately I felt myself shrink and get smaller and feel that um, giving away of my power. And in the past, I would have called it, she took my power from me, but that's not true. Um, I, I gave her that power. When she asked me that question, I was like, oh no, oh no. Um... Anyways, so we kind of go through uh, the parts of my body that I wanted her to focus on and um, what kind of adjustments she was going to do to support the, these parts of my body. It's my left hip and and um, and she was like, first I'll have you lay on your back on the table. And I was like, okay. She didn't tell me what she was going to do. Um, she didn't like... There's no warning. There was no consent. There was no... She just said, lay on your back on the table. And so I got on the back, on my back on the table. And immediately she pulls my pants down, shoves her hands in my pants, 
under my underwear till she's like touching my pubic hair and then starts feeling around and immediately I was like whoa like I if she would have said hey just so you know I'm gonna start feeling around this area of your body like just so you know if even if she let me know she didn't even have to ask but just give me a heads up that you're about to put your hands down my pants um I would have been like yeah of course like that's fine like I'm not um I'm not ashamed of my body I'm very open and free with my body um you know if if you follow me on Instagram you'll know this I share as nude as I can share on the internet without things getting reported and taken down and even that still happens sometimes but you know, I love to be naked and, um, yeah, anyways, I feel very comfortable in my body in that sense. So, um, for me, it's just like, oh, just let me know and it's fine. But that like element of surprise and no consent and no choice, I was just like, whoa, I was, I felt so awkward and uncomfortable and, and, uh, because I think because I already was feeling small um, and a little bit disempowered that made me feel even more disempowered. And so I just closed my eyes because I was like, I can't even look at this woman as she's like pressing around my pubic bone and, you know, touching my pubic hair. I was like, I, I just can't even look at her. Um, and I felt myself like fully submit to that experience, even though it didn't feel good. It didn't feel, I didn't feel safe. Um, anyways, so she was feeling around trying to feel if baby's head was down there and whatnot. And she didn't really say much. She felt around some different ligaments and was like, just pointing out the ones that felt tight. And, um, then we went forward and did the adjustment and I found myself, found myself getting really like hot and sweaty and like overwhelmed. Um, and so I like let her know, like, I need to sit up for a second. And she was like, oh yeah, that's like your nervous system just responding. Um, so just take, take a little break if you need it. And when I think back now, I'm like, yeah, my nervous system already was just immediately like, I don't feel safe and I'm stuck. (laughs) I'm stuck. I'm frozen. Like that's the, that's the response I went into. I just froze, um, and let, let it happen. And you know, it's not like, Oh, I'm not even going to say what I was just going to say. I was just going to like gaslight my own experience. It didn't feel good. I didn't feel safe. It didn't feel comfortable. Um, I felt really, really uncomfortable. And the kind of energy, if you've experienced this, when like a man is really coming on to you and you keep saying no, and they keep kind of pushing, pushing my like fawn response is where I just start like laughing and I get like frozen slash fawn response of just like hey 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 no like I'm being serious like that's the kind of um response that I was in so we continue do all of the adjustments which was great actually she gave me some um yeah really supportive tools uh that I can I can do at home to support myself which is kind of uh yeah, it's kind of how I work within the, not necessarily medical system, but within that kind of sphere. Um, when I went to physical therapy for an injury I had in my shoulder, like 
my, I went a couple of times and then I was like, I can do this stuff at home. Like, I don't need, I don't need this guy watching me. Um, I can do this stuff at home. And so usually I go like once or twice and I learn and then I come home and I do all of the exercises and stuff at home. So anyways, she gave me some really great, uh, tools that I've been using, Um, and then she laid me on my back again at the end of the appointment and was feeling around for my baby. Um, and she just like got concerned and was like, I just can't feel your baby's head. I just, I can't find their head. Um, usually I can find it. And she was like, you know, this is not my particular area of expertise, but I do, um, I do find, I work with a lot of pregnant women and I was like, yeah, that's all good. And like, I wasn't worried or anything, but there was just this energy of like, she was like desperately trying to find my baby's head and she was like feeling up at the top and, and, um, yeah, even like, I don't know. I have a feeling that I know exactly where the head is. (laughs) My hand is on it right now. Um, But she was hesitant to confirm that that was the head, which is up under, like, just under my ribcage. And uh, I could just feel the energy shift of, like, I need to find this. I need to find this. She was pressing really hard, and I was just like, I don't like this. This doesn't feel good. Um, And so, anyways, she was like, I would like to see you again, blah, blah, blah. Please, like, book again. And I was like, okay. Um... And, uh, I booked again and then I left and, um, my partner picked me up and, and I got a phone call from the chiropractor and just said, Hey, just, I wanted to just let you know that I reached out to one of the midwives in town, uh, to get a second opinion, um, because I couldn't find your pelvis, uh, your baby's head engaged in your pelvis. And I'm like, I'm 38 weeks now. She measured my belly and I was measuring exactly where I am. Um, and, uh, yeah. And she was just like, you know, I just wanted to get a second opinion. And I talked to this midwife, which is like, there's a connection that I'll (laughs) speak to later in this episode. But, um, yeah, just pretty much said this midwife does a lot of home births and has her own like practice and whatnot and, um, private practice. And, uh, and yeah, she just was like, she said that she didn't give her my name, which I'm grateful for, um, but just said that, you know, if you if you want that resource, it's available to you. The midwife said she'll she'll see you. And, um, you know, she said no pressure, um, no judgment from either side. So pretty much this chiropractor was telling me that my baby is breech. And for those of you who may not know what breech is it's when baby is not head down. The head is up and there's three, I believe, three different times of breach. Frank breach, complete breach, and uh, footling or something. I don't know. I don't know that last one may or may not be correct, but basically whatever le- uh, position the legs are in. And, uh, and yeah, so um, she just said, I'll send you her number. And I was like, okay, great. Thank you. Um, I wasn't really worried when she was like, oh, I can't find the head. I was like, okay, (laughs) that's fine. Um, but then when she 
yeah, reached out to this midwife, um, you know, and I, this is my projection. My assumption is that she was like, oh, this woman is having a pregnancy and a birth outside of the system. She may want to know that, um, you know, her baby isn't in the quote unquote correct or right or safest position. Um, so she might want support. So I'll, I'll give her that in case she wants it. Like I have no, the only thing I didn't like about that chiropractor is that she didn't ask me before she pulled my pants down and shoved her hands under my underwear. That's, that's the only thing that I was just like, you, I, I did not know you were going to do that. And I did not like it. Um, and, uh, yeah, other than that, like she was great. She was really great. So, um, I was like, yeah, I understand why she would want to give me that resource in case I wanted or felt the need for it. Um, and anyways, then I got home and I started getting into my fear and it was really interesting because I I was feeling my own fear and I was also feeling society's fear because breach is talked about like it's this emergency and um you know and it's so dangerous and in the medical system you're pretty much guaranteed to get a c-section if your baby is breech um and there is no like there's no studies or anything done with free birthing physiological birth um there's no like studies and statistics because <laughs> we are birthing and having our pregnancies outside the system. So there's no, um, like concrete evidence, I say with air quotations, um, for if breach is safer at home alone or, um, in the hospital. And so anyways, there's like a marginal, marginal difference between hospital vaginal birth and breach birth statistics. Don't quote me on it. You can look it up if you're really curious, but, um, that's just something that I've heard that it's, it's a very small, like, margin. Um, so they opt for the C-section and, and so I got it all, all up in my fear. And I want to share this, um, because I don't want there to be this idea that like, oh, I'm having a wild pregnancy, I'm planning a free birth, um, and, you know, oh, I'm so great at sitting with my fear when it comes. I'm just like, oh, yes, there's the fear. I understand. Okay, bye. Like, no. <laughs> the part of the work that is the hardest is sitting in that fear um, and uh, like letting that fear run, run wild. Um, I never want to run away and try to escape that fear. Um because that is not the path that I've committed to in life in general. I, I like to sit and fully fear, fear, blah, 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 feel the fear. Um, let it consume me, you know? And that does not feel good. <laughs> let me tell you, that does not feel good. And I'm still willing. I'm willing to sit in the discomfort of that. So anyways, I came home and and, you know, my partner, he heard the phone call and was just, like, questioning, like, what was that about? And I was like, oh, 
she couldn't find the head in my pelvis, um, so she thinks the baby is breached. She wanted to get a second opinion and offer me a resource if I wanted to go and get an ultrasound or whatever. Um, so I was sitting in that fear of like, oh my god, what if my baby is breached? What does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Because I actually don't know. All I have heard, my conditioning around breach is like, oh, baby's the wrong way and it's it's dangerous and it means C-section. Like, that's the conditioning that I have. And and so I was like, I don't want, like, I don't want to go and, and just be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, let me, let me just entangle myself with the system because this possibility, because the chiropractor couldn't find where my baby's head was by, pal like, um palpitating I don't know if that's the right word I'm gonna use it my my uterus um which I felt like bruised the next day that's how like deep she was trying to dig in there and and uh yeah yeah so I let my brain run wild and really sat in the fears and like that biggest fear for me was when baby's head comes out, the umbilical cord will be coming out with the head too. And if something happens to the umbilical cord, that is that is when it becomes an emergency. Um, you know, for for, for me, um, if the cord rips or breaks or or whatever ruptures, um, that is like a point where I would be like, okay, I don't feel safe birthing at home. Like I'm gonna go to the hospital now. Um, so. Yeah, I was just really sitting and feeling into that. And then I started like really questioning myself and what I have been feeling in my body. And I had a moment a few weeks ago. So I felt this big shift in my baby's position uh, before I went down to visit my family. Um, and it changed the shape of my belly. I don't know exactly what my... Posi what position my baby got into I have no idea um and I I hadn't really been able to tell because I feel I feel stuff up by my ribs I feel stuff at the sides and I feel stuff down like down low and when I feel baby has hiccups like I can feel it in my butthole <laughs> And uh, so I was like, I, w I was sure I even made an Instagram story, like baby is head down. Like I was sure baby flipped head down. And then I was like just getting used to where the feet and the arms were and where the back and the butt was. And and um, yeah, and so I, I had a moment before this whole experience. I had a moment like a week or week, maybe two weeks ago where I was in the bath and I was just like, feeling my baby move so much and I was just like I actually don't know for sure like where you are and so it was kind of in the back of my head this just like second guessing of the position so bringing this potential possibility of breech baby to the surface was like okay like maybe maybe that's why I haven't been able to fully feel where like what position my baby's in and like I don't know it feels like they flip from one side to the other side and I don't know like I, don't, I know that this baby is really active in my belly this baby moves a lot and I, I don't have a second pregnancy to um, compare it to but this baby is moving all the time all the time uh, 
And yeah, so I've just, I'm just like, can a baby move? <laughs> like arms from one side to the other, legs from one side to the other, and like be kicking on both sides? I don't know. Um, stretching out arms and legs to both sides. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I've been feeling like that lightning crotch um, people use that term, which is pretty much the pressure down on the cervix pinches some of the nerves and sends this like shooting lightning like pain um, in the cervix. And I've been experiencing that. So there's something that's pushing against my cervix. But now I just don't know what it is. Um, so anyways, I was sat with this fear and I was, I was Googling all of these things. Um, and I was looking at these like Reddit forums of women. I searched, can I feel my baby's hiccups down low, even if I have a breech baby and like was reading all these other different women's stories and how, yeah, pretty much so many women are having the same experience as me as like, I thought my baby was head down. I can feel the hiccups really down low. Um, all of these other things and turns out their baby was breached so it was just like really present that fear that conditioned fear and we ate dinner and I was really in that fear when when my partner and I sat at the table to eat dinner I was so in my fear that I was like almost in a little bit of shutdown and he is so aware of me and um my emotions and energy shifts he's very in tune um and so he felt like hmm, something is off and he just said like are you okay like he, he stopped what he was doing and he just looked at me and he was like are you okay and I was just like I'm just really in my fear right now and uh yeah and then I just started crying and he hugged me and it's really beautiful the dynamic that we have when I'm in that that shutdown where I'm like I can't feel I can't speak I can't do anything but sit and um in silence and as soon as he asks me if I'm okay like it's like he opens this door for me um and it well he opens the floodgates and my emotions just come roaring out which I'm really grateful for um and uh so that's what happened I just started bawling and I was just like I'm just so scared I'm just really in my fear I'm just so scared and um and yeah there was there was two layers of this fear so the first layer that I sat with wasn't my fear that was conditioned fear fear that I've collected from um society medical system other women's stories of oh my baby was breached so I had to have a c-section and all of these all of these things um and the other layer of fear is I know what I'm going to do and now I have to be brave enough to do it and um that's kind of like (laughs) it's I'm having full circle moments um from the beginning of my pregnancy this that this was the lesson I'm gonna say or the cycle um, of the beginning of my pregnancy and choosing to have a wild pregnancy because I felt called to that. That's everything in me pulled me towards that, and I just had to summon up the courage to actually do that, to actually act um, and walk down that path. 
And so that was what's the fear that surfaced again was, oh no, (laughs) oh no, now I have to actually be courageous and feel this fear and carry this fear and continue to follow my intuition and listen to what feels, feels best for me. And, um, it's a really interesting, so this full circle energy is really, really interesting. At the beginning of my pregnancy, I've shared in, uh, in, um, a previous podcast episode, I think, um, why I'm choosing a wild pregnancy and a free birth. I don't know what episode it is, but I spoke to three different people, um, at the beginning of my pregnancy when I was trying to decide whether I was going to go with a midwife or not. And the last woman I spoke to was actually the same woman that this chiropractor gave me her number. And when I spoke to this woman the first time, well, the only time, um, she had said, like, we had a really great conversation. And I was, like, really, like, teetering back and forth of, like, you know, like, this this doesn't seem so bad. Like, I'm telling her I'm going to say no to everything. And she's like, yep. Like, she was so, like, of course, you don't have to do anything. And we talked about pregnancy and birth as a rites of passage and it being this beautiful dance between life and death. Um, and then at the end of our conversation... She just said, but having a C-section might be the the lesson for you or the medicine for you. I can't remember exactly how she said it. I wish I could remember exactly how she said it, but I can't. And that's okay. So that might, that's definitely me paraphrasing, but it was something about like, I might have a C-section and that might be what's meant to be for me. And for some reason that just like stuck out to me and I clung to that and like it was just like at the time I was just like why did you need to say that like I told you the direction that I'm hoping to to go in for this pregnancy and this birth like why did you feel the need to say but if you're meant to have a c-section you'll have a c-section like uh, uh, like it just felt unsupportive of the vision that I was creating for myself and and the the pathway I was choosing for myself um and like yes I'm not stupid like well (laughs) I'm definitely not stupid um but I'm aware that that could be a potential reality and for me there's two situations where I would let that happen um and everything else I'm like no I'm gonna I'm gonna continue doing what I'm what I'm choosing to do so unless those one of those two situations arise um I'm not I'm not choosing or surrendering to a C-section, which is so common in the hospital. It's just, it's so much more common than it needs to be to the point where I don't even believe that we have a clear understanding of what really warrants a emergency C-section and what actually doesn't. I think it's so blurred and misunderstood now, but anyways, um, so that, that comment, just like, I couldn't, I couldn't release it fully. I was like, that was weird. Like, I'm pretty sure that was kind of weird. Like, I, I feel like that might've been unnecessary to say. And that comment was the reason that I was like, you know what? No, 
Like I'm, no, no. I could say yes to this woman and have her be my midwife and, you know, do the whole like, I'm going to be in the system, but I'm planning to birth outside the system and fighting my way through everything. I constantly have to say no and still hear all of the like, well, this is this risk and that is that risk and blah, blah, blah. And, and feel myself shrink because that is still, as I experienced at the chiropractor, that is still my experience. That is still what my nervous system feels most safe and comfortable doing is shrinking, making myself smaller, pulling back um, in that face of authority, quotes, air quote, unquote, authority. <sighs> and... So anyways, that was like the one small thing that was like, no, this doesn't feel right. Like, it's not fully, it's not fully like, oh, fuck no, like the other two people I spoke to were, but it wasn't a yes. So it was a no. And so I found it really interesting. The next day, um, I sat and I journaled after I moved through a lot of the fear, which I'll still explain a little bit um, of when I shared with Florian, but... The next day, I had this, like, full <laughs> realization. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me rewind. <laughs> Let me rewind. So, we ate dinner. We sat down. We chilled. And then Florian was like, do you, do you want to share? Like, you didn't really share with me. Um, you know, you said, like, yeah, I would like to talk about it later. So, like, do you want to talk about it? And I said, yeah. And so I started telling him just the whole story that I've told you and the look on his face when I said that she just like pulled my pants down and put her hands in my underwear. Um, the look on his face, I was like, oh, oh, so that was wrong. <laughs> like, oh, because yeah, like in the moment I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know you were going to do that, but I guess, I guess that's fine. Like, I guess this is just something you do. And he looked so pained by me having that experience. And then I realized how awful it felt in my body. And I just started sobbing. And I was sobbing harder than, than when I was crying about my fear. Um, and just realized how like violating that is. If, if it was a stranger that came up to me on the street and just shoved their hands down my pants without saying what they were doing or why like I would have been like what the fuck what the fuck is going on but but because it was this professional I was like oh it must be okay and then it made me realize how many women have these experiences in the system I was dancing around the edge of the system and had an experience like that whereas you know there's just so many women have experiences that are way, way worse than that. And not to, you know, water down my own. Um, but you know, it made me realize why I'm, I'm so passionate about not being in the system. Um, because there is just, I'm the, I'm the medical professional. I know best. So I'm going to just do this to you. You know, I'm going to just cut your baby's cord. I'm going to get just shoot you with this, shoot you up with this Pitocin or I'm gonna give you this your baby this vitamin k shot and like there's no I'm gonna whisk your baby away like there's there's no consent and oh, 
oh, it just feels so heavy. Um, and so, yeah, by the look on his face, I just was like, oh, no, that was wrong. Oh, my, my discomfort and feeling unsafe, like, that is valid. And I told my friend last night, she was over and I was sharing with her and she had the same reaction. Like, she almost started crying and she was just like what the heck? Like, I am so sorry that you had that experience. And it just blows my mind how like willing, because it's this professional, this person of authority, how willing I was to just brush it off, brush it on the rug, ignore it. And then thinking like, no, if that was any other person, if I was sitting on a bench in a park and somebody came up to me and did that, like, I would be horrified. And I would say like, they assaulted me. So anyways, um, yeah, I ended up canceling the appointment that I booked because I was just like, you know what, I, I don't want to be in that space again. I don't want to be in that energy again. I don't want to go in there and feel myself shrink and get smaller. And yes, I could go in there and be like, I'm going to be big and powerful and take up space this time. And I'm going to tell her, but the reality is that doesn't feel safe in my body. It doesn't feel safe in my nervous system. And as much as I would like to do that, I I probably won't. I'll probably feel small and shut down and I, I won't, you know? So instead, I'm like, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> I'm just not going to go. I'm going to use the tools that she gave me um, and support myself because I can um, but I don't need to go back. Like, I, yeah, I don't need to. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I had a big cry and I, I shared the rest of that fear with Florian and, oh, he's just amazing. He, he was just like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, I am your champion. I will go to war for you. I will call them and I will yell at that woman. I will tell her how wrong that was. And I was like, no, it's okay. I don't, I don't need you to do that. And, um, yeah, he just really turned that, that protector energy turned on. And, but yeah, I was like, no, it's okay. Like it's, it's all right. You don't need to call and, and do that for me. But then he was really supporting me with like, yeah, like, just empowering me, um, in my choice and, um, yeah, really just supporting me in all, all of the ways that I needed. And I got, I got to shift a lot of the fear that day. And, uh, then the next morning I woke up and I journaled and immediately, well, already I, I found like, okay, the fear doesn't feel as big anymore. It doesn't feel as big. Um, I, I definitely got to shift a lot of it yeah, the day before. And and so as I was writing, it wasn't as big of a an emotional um, reaction or response to what I was writing. It, actually, it wasn't emotional at all. It was just very much like getting all my thoughts down on paper. And, and it was in this journaling session that I realized, wait a second, this is... The number she gave me is the same number as the woman who I spoke to. And so, let's say, if I were to be like, oh no, okay, my baby's breech, I'm going to go see this woman. 
that is me going into the system, which there's nothing wrong with that. If I felt in my body, in my being, like, no, something is wrong, I need to go, then I would. Um, But the fear I was feeling was not my own fear. It was society's fear. It was conditioned fear. Um, So this is my assumption of how this would play out. I go into the system, have a meeting with this woman. She says either, like, she can't feel my baby's head or she can, or I go and I get an ultrasound and um, it confirms or denies whether my baby is breech or not. Okay, so let's say, all right, my baby is head down. Okay, cool. That's something outside of me that creates that safety, Um, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. And throughout this pregnancy, I have been the source of my own safety reorienting to trust trust in myself trust in my body trust in my baby my baby knows how they want to be born and i fully fully believe that and you might disagree with me and that's okay but i believe that my baby is so intelligent that they're going to get themselves into the perfect position for them for birth so Um, yeah, I could go and I could seek that sense of safety from the system, um, which is not in alignment with myself and my values and, um, my desires, or I go and they confirm, yes, your baby is breech. All right. I could still have potentially four weeks, maybe five before this baby comes out. That's a lot of time for my baby to move and flip. Right? So then I could be in this state of, oh no, oh no, this fear, fear, fear. And now I'm in the system. So not only am I having my own fear, but I'm having the system's fear projected onto me directly. So I assume that this midwife would say, oh, you need to have a C-section or it's too dangerous or these are all of the risks of um, having a vaginal birth but we would recommend you come into the hospital or they'd straight up just schedule me a c-section like this is my assumption and I might be wrong (laughs) I might be wrong um but this is just my assumption because I don't actually know then here I am full circle moment oh sorry I just dropped my mic but then here I am full circle moment of this woman saying well maybe c-section is your path in this pregnancy maybe this is the the lesson that that you'll receive in your in your pregnancy and I'm just like hmm at that point when I was journaling I was just like this is laughable (laughs) and before you're like what what the fuck is laughable about that the connection I made with that full circle moment I was like spirit come on (laughs) like it's so clear to me Uh, that it's the same, the same fear from the beginning as now of like, oh no, oh no, what if they make me have a C-section? Oh no, the system's going to pressure me into having a C-section. Like, what if that is my path, right? When that's not what my, that's what somebody else is telling me. That's not what my body, my intuition, my baby is telling me. And, uh... 
So I just kind of laughed and I was like, okay, I see it. I see my choices right now. In the same way that I saw my choice at the beginning of my pregnancy, my choice was, do I trust this woman who's in the system who, you know, in quotations, knows more than me? Or do I trust my body, my intuition and my baby, who I know best? Who do I trust? And that was that was hard to to choose myself at the beginning and this is just like that first experience times a hundred and so much closer to my actual birth that I was like okay I see it that's what was laughable is like I see it so clearly and so I was like I I sat and I did a meditation. I cleared all my energy centers. I grounded. I reached my energy up into the ethers and I called my spirit baby down to have a conversation with me. And I asked them, what do I do? (laughs) And my baby was just like, you know what to do. (laughs) Why are you asking me? You already know what to do. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) I want you to tell me what to do. (laughs) Um, and, and I just asked, like, are you safe? Am I safe? Are we safe? Is this safe? And this baby who, you know, they didn't come to me in baby form, um, was speaking and just saying, yes, and you know it, you can feel it. Do you trust? Do you trust me? You've been saying that you trust me, but do you really trust me? And uh, I was like, fuck. You're right. I because I have. I've been I've been walking this or I've been talking this talk of I trust my body. I trust my intuition. I trust my baby. And now there's a situation where I'm being called to trust and to take an actionable step in that trust. Not just say it, but walk it. And uh and I just said, How do I trust? How do I trust? And my baby being my spirit baby said you have a choice there's two paths one path is to engage in the system and whatever comes up with that comes up with that or you have the choice to trust what you feel in your body trust what your intuition is telling you and walk that path what what action are you going to take because it's not about this is the message I was still receiving it's not about how you're feeling it's not about the fear it's not about that energy that you're holding it's about what action you take what are you orienting to and when I connect with what feels true for me is that I'm fine and my baby is fine and I don't need to engage in the system as tempting as it would be, as tempting as it is, to go and find out everything is fine or, oh my gosh, your baby is breached. Like, as, a te- in, as tempting as that is, um, when I connect with myself and my spirit and my baby, I am safe. My baby is safe and it's all going to go exactly the way that it's meant to. And so the... The trust is not in not feeling fear. The trust is not 
you know, not questioning, what should I do? The trust is, yes, I'm feeling this fear and I'm going to go with what feels right in my being, even though I'm also feeling fear, even though I'm also feeling tempted to go find out what way my baby is situated. So that's what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to continue walking the same path I've been walking, continue orienting back to my truth, my body and my baby, and allowing myself to feel that fear and feel that temptation and those those desires to have somebody else confirm that I am safe and my baby is safe. And uh, yeah, feel that and continue stepping down the path that I've already been walking down. So who knows? At this point, I don't know. And now I'm like questioning what position my baby is in. I'm like feeling, feeling around and I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. And it is safe for me to not know. The unknown feels really scary, but that doesn't mean it's unsafe, right? Oh. So it's really interesting because before this experience, I felt, um, I felt like I was getting a lot of cramping. I felt like I was getting a lot of this like lightning crotch, this pressure on my cervix, and I felt like, oh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm closer to this birth than I think. And now after this experience, I'm like, no, no, not quite, <laughs> not quite. I'm still standing on the edge of my birth portal, peering in, about to jump off the edge, but I'm still standing there. And um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when when things are going to shift, when things are going to to start happening. And again, I don't need to know. Um, but what I have been doing is listening to some podcast episodes of breach free births and just, you know, reminding myself that there's women who do this all the time. And one of the podcast episodes I listened to, this woman didn't even know her baby was breech. Her baby came out and she didn't even know that her baby came out butt first, um, until afterwards she was like, she asked her her husband, I think, like, was the baby breech? <laughs> like, did did she come out bum first? And uh, and he said, yeah. And she saw the photos or the video or something. And so, like, there's women who, you know, they go their whole pregnancy, not even giving it a second thought, and then baby is breech, and baby comes out, and baby is perfect and healthy and vibrant. And uh, yeah, so that that's. I'm I'm listening to those to continue to release the conditioning that breaches this insane medical emergency that warrants an immediate C-section, um, and also trust, trusting that my baby knows how they want to be born, and they know better than me, right? Just like I know my body better than anybody else knows my body. This baby knows. Um, nature is so smart. Nature is so intelligent. And I 
fully trust nature. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Maybe you will hear <laughs> once I share my birth story. Maybe you'll hear I did have a breech birth. Maybe you'll hear all of that fear was for nothing because my baby came out head first. Maybe you'll hear that... Ah, keep dropping my mic. I'm sorry. Maybe you'll hear that... Um, yeah, that I felt my baby flip during labor because that happens for some women. Like, who knows? Who knows? All I know is that I don't need to know right now. All I know is that I can trust my body and I will trust my body. I'm choosing to trust my body and my baby. And, um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to share this or not. Um, I just didn't want other people's fears and whatnot projected onto me, but like I'm, I'm not available to, to receive those projections. And I'm comfortable saying that, um, when people, at least on the internet, share <laughs> their fears with me, still have some work to do with the feeling comfortable saying it as powerfully as I desire in person, but hey, I'm working on it. I am a beautiful work in progress. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Who knows? Only my baby. <laughs> Only my baby knows. And I'm content to keep it that way until, yeah, until I birth this baby. So it was really interesting to witness because um, I felt like I got to this point where I sat with and moved through a lot of my fears and I was just excited for birth. And so that also made me feel a little bit like defeated, like, oh man, I was so excited for this birth and I thought I worked through all my fear and now this, like, <laughs> but this is the process. This is the truth. This is the or my authentic reality of a wild pregnancy. It's moving through these kinds of things um, and allowing them to surface when they want to surface or when they do surface uh, and not running away from them or escaping them or abandoning myself uh, in, in the process. So, yeah. <laughs> it is all a beautiful divine mystery and I am content to keep it that way um, and to, to let it unfold as it may. So, as always... Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me in this podcast. I am deeply grateful. And um, yeah, I'm excited to share my birth story with you when the time feels right. When, uh, yeah, when it's, when it's more integrated. And also, I, I recognize how powerful me recording these episodes is for my own integration process um, of certain experiences. So but we'll see. We'll see when that happens. Until then, I send you love. I send you gratitude. And um, yeah, just deep, deep thanks for, for listening. <laughs>